0: Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. How many times on this program have I pointed out that using the ginormous umbrella of Hispanic is an inefficient way to look at demographics? If you think of the English-speaking world, right, the Spanish-speaking world, the English-speaking world, the Arabic-speaking world, do you think people in Sydney, Australia, have uh, the same culture as people in, let's say, rural Texas? Probably not. Now, they do speak English, but if you think for a second that if you're, let's say, Puerto Rican, and you go on vacation in another speaking Spanish-speaking territory, that your accent is not going to stand out, of course it will. Right, so if you've got an Australian talking to a Texan, yes, they speak the same language, but their colloquialisms, their slang, their... Just the way they speak English will be completely different. There are whole parts of the Spanish-speaking world where they don't even eat tacos. Now, do you remember how insane people went when Donald Trump took a picture with a taco bowl on Cinco de Mayo, which is not even a real holiday? They went crazy. But he gave, the text of the picture was, I love Hispanics. And it was almost as if he knew he was trolling people, like doing it on purpose. Jill Biden actually thinks She's being smart, and virtue signaling, and really relating. C-c-p-w- say it with me: Csepwa Way, Botegas. This is this is how typical, dumb, overeducated, inside the bubble, white, leftists think. This is the way. This is what they are. I won't call them liberals. But I've pointed this out a million times. Puerto Ricans are not Mexican. Mexicans are not Dominican. Dominicans aren't even Cuban. I mean, there are some similar food crossovers, but they're, you know, totally different nation. Venezuelans aren't Cubans. They might share a common history of being, you know, overrun by communists, but it's not the same country. Central Americans are a very different group than, let's say, Colombians. But in this country, we have, for some reason, probably because we thought we could find some single message from a 50,000 foot perch that, well, you just say Hispanic vote. Now, maybe on an issue like immigration, people who have family in Mexico can't come to the United States or people who are from Central America who have family that want to come to the United States may be more sympathetic. But if you're Puerto Rican, what is this issue? uh, How does it affect you? it doesn't. If you came here from Colombia, Peru, or Venezuela legally, there's no running across the border for you, or at least it's a hell of a lot harder. But we have stupidly, stupidly thrown all of these people into one category and try to pander to them as if they are one people, and they're not. I mean, look, we as Americans, if we go around the world to everyone else We're Americans, but New Yorkers are not Alaskans, (laughs) okay? Alaskans are not Floridians. Many Floridians were once New Yorkers, but Floridians are not Alaskans. Texans are not Californians. Now, do we have some, do we have a certain generic nature about ourselves on some level? Sure. There's a Starbucks in every corner. And you know what's next door to the Starbucks? Another Starbucks, right? You know, you can go anywhere in the country and find a Walmart. But in reality, when you get down to local cultures, we're vastly different even though we share this territory. To think you could take everything from the southern border of the United States straight down to the far tip of South America go, that's one group of people who are all the same, makes you the ignorant one. Say it with me. Cisa Puadway. Now, notice everything I just said didn't involve any kind of pandering. Because, as I've said, as I've interviewed, and Cassie, uh, Cassie Garcia is going to be joining us a little bit later. Um, as I've been interviewing these candidates, one by one, uh, I'm the, there's nobody's offering anyone anything to join the conservative movement and its home in the Republican Party. These people are coming on their own, not for some promise of a quota system or a giveaway or some other demographic promise like on immigration. If you believe in this country, if you believe in freedom, if you believe in capitalism, you're going to join the conservative movement. If you believe in the Constitution, faith, and family, you're going to join the conservative movement. Now, not every conservative thinks the same. Social conservatives and libertarians agree on some things and vehemently disagree on other things. In other words, it's not that big of a block. 16695-Patriot 957 But I gotta start with this. So Joe Biden now swears up and down he's gonna bring back the so-called assault weapons ban. What is an assault weapon? it's funny, the people that tell us what an assault weapon is seem to be the people that have never seen any of these things up close. There are no military-grade weapons. There are weapons that the military uses, but as far as three-round bursts, fully automatic, unless you have a tax stamp, belt-fed, those are not generally made available to the public. But one really smart lawyer, and I say that and air fingers quotes another one of these typical leftists you see on MSNBC who either somehow slept their way through law school or are, they they're just trying to scare people says now it's time to repeal the Second Amendment okay if you can get two thirds of the House two thirds of the Senate three fourths of the states or call an Article Five convention you can do it so you don't know, get cracking we're gonna get to her piece in just a second headline. The Hill. Biden determined to renewal ass- renew assault weapons ban. President Biden on Monday capped off a celebration of a recently passed bipartisan gun safety law with a call to take further action, including a ban on assault weapons. Biden spoke to a crowd of hundreds of lawmakers, advocates, and relatives of gun violence victims on the South Lawn of the White House to mark the passage and signing last month of the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act that's not going to make anybody safer in any community, in the wake of a school shooting in Uvalde, Texas that left nearly cho- 20 children dead. At the end of his remarks, Biden acknowledged more needed to be done, focusing on, in particular, the availability of high-powered weapons. Come on, man, we're living in a country of war, weapons of war. What's the rationale for these weapons outside of war zones? Soul all weapons need to be banned. They were banned. I led the fight in 1994. And then under pressure from the NRA and the gun manufacturers and others, the ban was lifted in 2004. In that 10 years, it was law, mass shootings went down. I'm determined to ban these weapons again in high-capacity magazines. I'm not going to stop until we do it. I actually sound better than he does because he stumbles, gets lost. Where am I? Who are you? I have to go boom, boom. So, you know, he, he gets lost. I actually imitate, I, I should probably be Biden. I should probably be his avatar. Like, I should probably do the speeches. That's right. So now he's going to, with all that's on his plate right now, with inflation and gas prices and a border that he absolutely refuses to control, he's going to try to find a way to restrict your Second Amendment rights. Now, I read article after article. I'm going to tell you something about what I do around here. What do you say you do around here? I read more left-wing stuff than anything else. I Look, I, I I love my colleagues. You know, great minds think alike and all that stuff. But I don't advance my argument by reading people I agree with. I tend to read more people that I disagree with. Or at least think I'm going to disagree with. Then I'm like, yep, I disagree with you. They keep saying well-regulated militia, well-regulated militia. Okay, let's... Let's take their view for a second. It still lands in the same spot. A well-regulated militia being necessary, right? So you you predicate this on the well-regulated militia. You predicate the entire Second Amendment on a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. How is that achieved? The way to achieve that, according to the Second Amendment, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. What separates the standing army from the militia, well-regulated or not, is who issues the weapons. If you join the military, they issue you a uniform. They issue you a weapon. They may issue you a vehicle. If you're... uh, A combat pilot, they're not going, all right, Maverick, go out and buy your own fighter jet. You are issued these things as an agent of government. You sign yourself over to service government service. In the militia, you are not the standing army. You are not living in government housing, using government weapons, wearing government uniforms you are outfitting yourself for the purpose of being called into the militia. You could read the Militia Act of 1791 that required individuals available for militia service to have a proper musket. In other words, to have the exact arms of the Continental Army or the Standing Army. So the entire predicate for the Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia, being necessary to the security of the free state still justifies the right of the people to keep and bear arms, which shall not be infringed. See how that works? This is very basic. And I didn't even go to law school. But when I come back, I'm going to get into Carly Pearson's piece at USA Today. And she's another one of these whack job left-wing lawyers who you see on MSNBC, she says the left is going to call an Article 5 convention. Good luck. Good luck. Have at it. This is your little revenge for the Dobbs decision? Okay. Now, let's be honest. If, the, if they had a 6-3 to three Supreme Court and there were six justices unelected who just felt that gun violence was too much, And they had to. They had no choice but to rule out, essentially, the Second Amendment. The left in this country would be okay with it. Andrew, they can't do that. Why not? They stitch things in all the time. If you listen to these people long enough, they'll tell you that bottom surgery for trans kids is constitutionally ordered. It's mandated. Equal protection. Serious XM Patriots. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to three east, nine to noon west on Sirius XM Patriot Channel 125.